Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 67th installment edition, other synonyms for episode of the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza. Once again, I am joined by the two usual suspects to start as per the bumptious Brighton boy, formerly known as the lovely London local lad, Alfie Colshaw, is in the cut once again. Alfie, how are you doing today? What are you saying, lads? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a lot better than I was uh, this time last week when we recorded because um, of certain situations around Arsenal. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, very bored, though. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> a trademark. It would have been an episode <laughs> if that didn't happen. <laughs> Fuck's sake, let me mute my computer. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are you saying, Daniel? Uh, not much. Um, like I was saying to you in the PPC pre-pod call, I'll have to say that every episode as well. That's like almost as customary as the... You know? Um, so, <laughs> like, like like I was saying in the, in the pre-pod call, PPC. PPC. Penis. Poop. No, don't do this again. <laughs> Just don't. Okay. Anyway, um, my my blood pressure is tamed. My, my blood pressure is down to normal, you know, because Arsenal isn't around. So Good. it's nice to feel uh, like a normal human being. Rob Bob Bertha, the man with the versatile name. How's your blood pressure doing? How are you? Yeah, just like you, Danny. It's been. It's been a peaceful uh, last, what has it been, like uh, nine days for me. Mm. Uh, been, uh, I've noticed that everything's just very quiet, which is sort of hard for us as writers, as content creators, because there's not much to report on. But at the same time, it's just, as I said, tranquil. Just yeah. enjoying the ride. I was riding the wave. Exactly. Shout out shout out surfers. Um I was talking to yeah. I was I was talking to the missus before we came out here at about the international break. And she could always tell when it's an international break because I'm, you know, decent to be around for once. Um and <laughs> and she was like, uh, you know, why are you even doing it if nothing's going on? And I was like, Well, because everybody else is so fucking bored, they'll actually listen. You know, and views will be up. And like we say all the time, that is the only reason we record this podcast is for the fame, for the views, for the ad revenue, you know? So mm. that, yeah. that is the reason. Exactly. Yeah. Clout. I mean, I don't really care about the fame, to be honest. It's just the money for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about the fame. Yeah. The bumptious Brighton boy, yeah. Alfie, loves his, you know, his mm. fame. You know, when... When someone random comes up to me in the street and says, oh, you're that, that dickhead on uh, the Arsenal Cannon podcast. Um, uh, gives me a bit of, bit of an ego boost. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I, you know, take a picture with him and he goes off. I've made his day. So, you know, that's great. Yeah. But I mean, it's more just the attention to me not making his day. To be honest, I just that's just an annoyance for me. <laughs> You know, in reality, I you guys want to know what I was uh, searching up? And by the way, we could waste time talking about bullshit because nothing is going on. Um, you want to know something I was doing today when I woke? I woke up really early, as I always do, and I just freak. You know, yeah. You know how <laughs> like you'll look yourself up on the internet and stuff because you know we're losers mm. and that's what we do. 
Um, I I looked up the Arsenal Cannon podcast on the internet, yeah. and there was a thing. There was like a, a link that popped up that said the twenty best Arsenal podcast, and I was like, oh wow, this this popped up when I said Arsenal Cannon podcast. Let me see if we're on the list. We were not. Um, so yeah, uh, what a shame. You yeah. only gasped for a second. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're not there. Anymore. Even if we were 20. Finally, some recognition, but none. Twin quite make it. No. Mm. We'll get there one day. We'll be, we'll be on the number one. Top 10. Mm. Well, back in the day, list. you know, when I was a, a, a ute, about 10 years old or whatever, <laughs> when I used to search up my name, nothing, nothing appeared. I was yeah, exactly. Close to tears. Nowadays, I'm at the forefront of Alfie Cairns Coleshaw when you search it on Google. Yep. Now my He's face is chief. everywhere. Me screaming Chief at a editor. match when I used to do vlogs, fucking hell, uh, comes up. Um, Casey, nice that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then there'll, there'll, there'll be a, there's like, oh, the first thing that comes up, up is my LinkedIn. So I, I would say I'm a, you know, what that what was that thing on uh, the Daily Mail or something? He said, if you've got 700 followers on Insta- on uh, any social media platform, then you are officially a celebrity. So, you know, considering oh, I'm 44, I'd say I'm at least... I'm at least a D-list celebrity. <laughs> I don't really think that's true. Mr. We Love Your yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you have 700, I... What? That's no, what the that's Daily Mail true. says, so it must be true. Oh, that's true. They are very reliable, aren't they? Mm, yeah. yeah. Great. Source. I mean, they said that we the were closing in on get. Messi uh, because yeah. Luis Enrique was close to becoming our manager, so, you know. That You've must got to trust that we them. were getting messy. Yeah. Mm. In fact, speaking of the Daily Mail, and this is actually something that did happen this week. You know the thing with uh, it's Greenwood. Uh, what did he do? Oh, he yeah. House or something. Shocking. I saw who it was by. It was. They said it was by Mail on Sunday reporters, and I was like, oh, I know them because you know I did the the week's work experience at Mail on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Shout out them. Um, shit paper, but they got me work experience, so I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Looks good um, on the old I was like, oh, I sat next to that guy and spoke to him for quite a while. He's a cunt. Um, <laughs> he gave me his business card as oh, his, his little card as well, contact card. So he's a contact of mine, but um, he's also a yeah. cunt. I don't think I'll be I'll be contacting him for any you know sources or anything. Do you want to get him on the Prick. podcast and just fucking ruin him for an hour? <laughs> we could do like a roast. Yeah. You just what? Yeah, you just wonder how these papers just consecutively make. The same mistake after the same mistake. They always mm. release these stupid stories about black footballers buying mm. houses, oh, and yeah. making it seem like they're. Uh, then, sort then you've of... got Foden being praised for it. Phil, yeah, exactly. Phil Foden buys two million pound mansion for his mum. Dirty footballer no, they fall into the trap? Yeah. Oh God, I yeah. hate it. Unless they're the looking thing is, for the this bad guy place. seemed like a nice guy. When I spoke to him, he seemed reasonable. He didn't seem any like agendas. He he knew about XG, which was good. <laughs> um, That's all it takes to impress Alfie. <laughs> but then yeah. he just comes out with this bullshit article. I'm like, and I know it's probably he probably doesn't he probably knows what he's doing, but he just has to do it because that's his job. Mm. Like I feel mm. like the directives it comes from those slightly above him, like the editors and stuff, who are sort of you know, telling him to do that story. Yeah, well, and on the subject of, know. since it's, you know, eight minutes in and we haven't really talked about Arsenal, I'll swing mm. this well, into... Well, we've the... got all time waste because there's fucking nothing. Shout yeah. out Burnley. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. ran to the corner flag <laughs> in the first minute of the match. Um, we, 
Uh, I, I saw this one and I retweeted about it. I think this was like a, a week ago or so. Um, and I didn't have a chance to talk about it on the last podcast. I saw this, uh, this Nico Pepe article that was like, or no, let me rephrase that. This Nicola Pepe article that was, um, you know, saying how he's voicing his extreme disgruntlement with the lack of game time at Arsenal. He's furious. Ah, I hate Arsenal. I want to leave. And it was like, you know, the, the quote from it was like, every professional footballer oh, wants to play more. It's like, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was, he was <laughs> saying, I, I, want, I want to play with a smile on my face. That's, that's yeah. literally what he said. Disgruntled uh, Arsenal player causes uproar in dressing room after voicing his dis- yeah. his frustration at manager. It's like, it I, happened, uh, I just want to play it football. It happened uh, a few weeks ago as well, didn't it? Uh, with Willian. Someone made a story about him yeah. being frustrated with Mikel Arteta when he just was literally saying, like, I'm adapting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm adapting. Oh, it's terrible. And then you, like, run it through Google Translate. Um, you know how on Google Translate it'll say translate from English to Spanish? On this it says translate from English to tabloid. It goes, I just yeah. have to adapt. And then in tabloid it's Arteta's a cunt. Um, he looks like a Lego, <laughs> and I I hope he dies. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> Should have fucking passed away from COVID, the cunt. <laughs> you know what we should do for the jokes? We should, we should title this something extremely, like, sensationalist. Oh, like something yeah. just completely clickbaity for the irony. Something like, I don't know, uh... Willian on the oh, verge of of dying. I don't. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I is, don't know. Uh, is Willian's Arsenal career over? Yeah. No, it needs to be more sensationalist. <laughs> that that's actually, like yeah. that's actually just true, Cedric right? on the verge of of death of death <laughs> because he can't breathe because he caught COVID or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll, 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 wait, I'm going to pull an outfit. Cedric on the verge of death because he's such a. Uh, a loser. <laughs> a loser. Dude, he what, is a loser. <laughs> when I was listening back to our old podcast, man. Oh, man. That is so funny. What Alfie said. He's just such a... I, Rob, I don't think you were with us that time. I think that was... I think you were yeah, busy that day. I think I remember listening. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He's just such a... A loser. And I just... Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Charlie Gilmore's best friends claim Cedric should write the note. <laughs> we would probably get sued. We should maybe not do that. Yeah. yeah. Defamation. Yeah, I've learned about that recently. You know. Journalism classes. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. This is a crazy podcast. Been the I most, love this. It is. We've done fuck all, but there is fuck all it to is. talk about. Uh, this Literally, been the, the most... they, did this, they did the same with uh, the Arscast earlier yeah. this week. They, did, they, they said that. fuck uh, all. Yeah, they said that uh, football matches get in the way of their podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the most absent week for Arsenal news I think I've ever... I can remember. We've had international breaks, but there's always been a few little things to talk about. I can't think of anything. It's so absent. It's so dull. I mean, it's, it feels like 48 years ago when we fucking played Villa. <laughs> it's been nine days. It really does. Yeah. Well... Uh, I know Rob was saying in the group chat that he wants to uh, have a rant about a rumor that's circulating as of like today. 
or something, and it probably has no substance to it whatsoever. But you know what I'm going to do? Since I love to hear... I love to hear Burt rant. And one of my favorite rants that he did... Uh, what was it? It was on one of the drunk casts when he was talking about Raul. Oh, what'd he say? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, what'd he say? What'd he say? It was something about uh, Raul just using his contacts, using Kia to try to sign players and not because they were a good signing or something like that. Yeah. We'll have to listen back. It was mm. so... I like... have listened to that podcast back like at least twice. A two-hour <laughs> installment. One. It was two hours. That's a Joe, <laughs> that's Joe Rogan shit, man. Yeah, we he didn't said... realise yeah. how long it was. Well, right. Uh, they're the best ones when you just... Yeah. Oh, shit. We've been recording for 17 and a half hours. <laughs> Well, uh, he was just, he had a few Coronas in him, if I'm not mistaken, or something else. Who knows? He did. Yeah. Um, shots of vodka. Oh, was it? Yeah, I, I, I mm. did one. Uh, me and Alfie literally had the exact same bottle. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. That was that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh my, it was just so no nonsense. It was so, it was like Joe Willock driving into the box. It was just, you know, so <laughs> direct. He just said like something like, Raul should go fuck himself or something. And yeah. so, that was so funny. Oh. We've got to do another one. We should do one of them. We should do a New Year one. We should do a reflection of 2020 oh, yeah. on oh, like the 29th yeah. of December or something. Yeah, okay. that would be good. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. At that time, I'll be in my new flat recording in my walk-in mm. closet. I'm going to set up a little I'll desk be back. in there. I'll be the lovely London local lad again at that point. Oh, excellent. Yeah, excellent. of course. Mm. What's yeah. a think of think of I'll still be here. Think of bad mm. words that start with like T because I'm going to be living in Tampa. So, like, you guys Ooh. think of an alliterative uh, is that a word? Probably. Um, Tampa twat. <laughs> the Tampa twat. Perfect. <laughs> That's very, very short and sweet. <laughs> Tampa twat. Direct, straight to the point. Yeah. Moving yeah. like Sheffield United. Got him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Daniel Finton, the Tampa twat. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue nicely. I love it that. does. That's excellent. That's excellent. All right, Bertha. I want to hear you. Uh, let's imagine you have some some shots of vodka in you right now. You know, um, I want to hear you rant about Christian Eriksen's proposed trade for Granite Jacka. I want to hear. I want to hear it in all of its glory. Let's hear it, man. What is wrong with this deal? Okay, so our mate Meza Özil, uh, the the newest member of Arsenal football Twitter, um, <laughs> he, uh, as we all know, we we don't actually talk about it that much on this show because we think it's not worth talking about. But mm. he's been ostracised. And mm. we don't know exactly why he's been ostracized, but one of the fundamental reasons, yeah, let's say, I'd say the biggest motivator behind the reason he's been ostracized is the money. Uh, he's paid a ridiculous amount of money um, and he's not willing to budge on that. So that's that's sort of why he's not included in our squad. And we, we all know that he's not the player he was a few years ago, but um, he does have qualities which would probably help us. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's the Mesut Ozil situation. A little bit washed mm -hmm. up is Mesut. Yeah. I can say the same thing about Christian Eriksen. I don't care if he's 28. His numbers in the in his last season at Spurs, I know he was 
on the verge of leaving the whole time and uh, he didn't really want to be there. I mean, who the fuck would want to be at Spurs? But let's... He was he was abysmal, and he's been absolutely atrocious at Inter Milan. He's been absolutely rubbish, literally being such a dreadful, dreadful signing that Inter Milan fans hate him. Um, <laughs> Fuck you so, know. so <laughs> it's it's true. Um, so why would we bring in a washed up attacking midfielder who is only really capable of playing as a number ten? Uh, hasn't played much in a four-three-three in his career, to replace another washed-up midfielder who can only play a number ten, and simultaneously get rid of Granit Xhaka, who I know hasn't been playing much lately, but is quite a fundamental um, sort of jigsaw in our puzzle. Considering over the course of the last year, we've only won about half a game without him in the team. So, mm. like, it just it it doesn't make sense to me. I've on got so many levels. Few things to say about that, Alfie. Go on. Go on. Then. I w- I was surprised with all the negativity about this rumor, and I get what you're saying that in the last half season at Spurs he was appalling, but he has been nowhere near as bad at Inter Milan as people were saying. I know his his overall numbers look quite bad. I was looking earlier; he's not got many goals or assists, but if you look at his underlying numbers. Okay, they are quite good. You know, he's he's. He's still a creative player. I know. I think we can sort of write off that half season at Spurs because he didn't want to be there. It was very clear he was sort of playing to to leave in January instead of at yeah. the end of the season. Um, but he hasn't been that bad for for Inter. Yes, he's not been playing regularly, but he's still been pretty creative. I think his his xA per ninety is something like zero point three three or something at the end of well for the second half of last season, which would make him significantly the most creative player at Arsenal. Um mm. he was also he's also is a goal threat. He gets into goal scoring positions, although albeit his finishing hasn't been great at Inter. Um I'm not saying like um we should definitely do it. I think there are plenty more targets I think we should pursue and we've actually got a question about this for later. Mm. But um I I don't think it would be a terrible because I would say we need Ericsson more than we need Granite Shaka, if you get what I mean. Having said that, if mm. there there are more, there are alternatives, younger alternatives. Yeah. I would be more in favour of, of us bringing in. But if this was like a short term, like even if it was like a six month loan swap, I I'd be inclined to do it. Yeah, because, I'd you know, be more open financial to that. restrictions um, may mean that we can't go out and spend money on a on a creative player. And if we can do this, yeah. I think we could deal without Granite Shack. And now we've got Thomas Partey who can do what Shaka does, but in a more mobile. An athletic and physical way, which means we don't need yeah. him as much, and then we can we can pl- bring in a player who we would need. I'm not saying he's going to be the solution, but he would. He's more. He's better than our options, as we're saying. Even you said even Urza would be, is better than what we have in, i.e., nothing in that sort of area. Ericsson would still be. This Ericsson is still better than Urzel's Ericsson. I wouldn't say he's washed at 28. I think that's a bit of a stretch, mm. personally. You want to know something really awesome? And this is my gen. My, I'm not even screwing around right now. I'm not just trying to be the insufferable uh, devil's advocate that a lot of hosts are. I genuinely am like exactly in the middle of you two um, with regards <laughs> to this debate. And this is what I mean, right? I would actually take Christian Eriksen at Arsenal. 
I think that he would add an element of creativity that, like Alfie was saying, we don't have. However, mm. I would not trade him for Granit Xhaka because I don't think that really makes any sense. To be honest with you, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, I think we could probably actually get some money for Granit Xhaka, you know? I think if yeah, we well, were... Mm. I think if we were to try to sell yeah, Granit Xhaka right now, I think we should. I think given his age, and you know he's played a lot of, of football at Arsenal, I think we could actually probably get some money for him. So I think Xhaka will go in the summer. I think so. He do I? I, yeah. I think Granit Xhaka will leave eventually. How much? How much money do you think, think we'd get for Xhaka? Depends on the on the window extent and in the market yeah, on the market the really because I'd be economic in economic recovery. Mm. Uh, but in a normal market, uh, thirty to forty mil. We... Yeah, which oh. is a profit, right? I Obviously, mean, it depends yeah, if it's, if it's above thirty-four. Or... Yeah, mm. I mean, theoretically, no, I think I think Shaka has improved under mm-hmm. Arteta. I think I he's a he at the back end of last season. He was just popping up in positions defensively. Um, and sort of putting out fires like we've never seen him do before. I think the system Uh, just suited him better and it accommodated for him a lot more. And he's always sort of done well in a 3-4-3, which is perhaps why Inter Milan could be interested in him because Conte does like a three at the back. Mm. Um, The only thing I'd be worried about with Ericsson, given the board's recent track record with signing uh, over 30s, um, and I know Ericsson's over, or only 28. I'd be really just scared of the board or mm. offering a massive contract for like five years. I, just, I would not be I in just, favor of that. But I would, I would, exactly. I wouldn't be against like a short-term swap, loan swap, or something. If they, yeah, I think that. that's something I'd be open to. Mm. Um, perhaps he's just not particularly well suited to Italy. Mm. Uh, but he's a very, he's at his best. He's a superb sort of technician. And they're the sort of players who thrive in Italy. So, I don't know, perhaps. But that's another thing. He did the, As I just mentioned, uh, well, didn't say explicitly, but Conte likes a very defensive system, which doesn't really allow creative players to really be at yeah, their I mean, best. Yeah, if you think of the Chelsea side that he won the title with, Fabregas was sort of ostracised. He, he went with he Matic, was, yeah. Kante. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, he kind of goes with that, like, 3-4-3 three, system is it right something like that mm. yeah uh and, and he, he sometimes plays um a three uh a five two one mm. two like we yeah. played uh at the back end of emery's first season mm. um but i think in the number 10 role he, he likes a player who can sort of get around and ericsson isn't really I, I don't know ericsson's got a better work rate than ozil for example um so does that he, i mean not, so does like a, a dining room table, to be fair, but yeah. Exactly. Uh, he, he's he not works, your sort he of covers ground. Yeah. But yeah. he doesn't he's just very bad at doing things defensively. He, like he will run, but he doesn't That's what I've always felt with Ozil, and I've always felt it was a bit of a myth that he didn't work hard. Because of his languid style, it looks like he doesn't work hard, but True. It's just Maybe, when he yeah, gets into true. the position to make you don't see him make tackles or interceptions or any blocks or anything. Ever, yeah, it's just not I mean, good. It's, it's, if, it's, if you can all... get one on one with Urzel, you're going to get past him, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course but he can get into the it. position to make it a one on one, if you know what I mean. Mm. Well, 
Yeah. And you can sort yeah. of you you could just put on the pressure, uh, mm. which doesn't really result in pressure regains, just sort of you know Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Causes a bit of a stir. Well point. and it's obvious though, um, that all three of us would definitely prefer a younger person in that position, you yeah. know. Um, so I don't think Erickson would be ideal, but I like what you guys are talking about there. Yeah, the little six month um six month trade off thing there. I think that would maybe be a good thing for I us. Mean, really? Uh, can I just say as a... can I just say as well, sorry well one second. Um I think Granite Jacka would probably fucking kill it in Italy, if I'm being honest. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, because yeah, I think that sort of player. Been offset just that little bit slower. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot slower. You don't need as much pace or mobility. Um, and generally, I mean, if you look at with... Pirlo, obviously he's not at Pirlo's level, but Pirlo excelled into his late thirties there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and he's he was he couldn't move, but he was just very good on the ball. I, I, something I really respect Shaka for is that I don't think he's the sort of guy who's willing to sit around and do nothing. Mm. So if he um, sort of continues being second fiddle in midfield almost, um, I think that perhaps it, it could even work for it, that six-month swap deal alone could even be favourable for him. I mean, mm. I think mm. it would even be favourable for us if he isn't being used. Goes and has a great six months in Italy, for example. Um, comes back and his market value is increased by X million. I mean, who knows what we could do? Um, mm. So, yeah, I think I'd agree with you, Alfie, on that mm. point. I think that uh, that sort of deal could be experimented with. And mm. in the current financial climate, that is something that clubs seem to be open to. 100%. Well, having spoken about all of this, as, as Daniel said at the start, I highly doubt there's much yeah, substance exactly. behind these rumours. Yeah. They yeah. feel like, you know, very just, yeah. just like convenient rumours to make up. Arsenal need a creative player into appear to be looking for some sort of deep-lying playmaker who's good in a in a 3-4-3. Uh, three, three. Um, I don't see it happening. But Can we also just acknowledge the fact that Ericsson, Ericsson may not want to burn the bridge between him and Tottenham as well? You know, I mean, that no, is... I don't think he I gives a shit. about to make that point. You don't think Maybe, so? You don't think he I don't, I don't know. I mean, he seemed to really hate Spurs at the end. Really? I mean, okay. Seen it in the All or Nothing. In the All or Nothing documentary. In the documentary, yeah. Obvious. He hated Daniel Levy at the end. Yeah, oh, I, I never seen that. Shit. I never seen that. Yeah. I don't pay any attention to Tottenham, so I don't know anything about it. So, yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough, then. Never mind. Maybe it would be... Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, I mean, shit. it'd be kind of funny as well. See yeah. him come here, and then yeah. like imagine he was amazing for us. That would be funny. Or it'd be one of those imagine teams scoring yeah. at the new Spurs stadium at the toilet bowl. Oh. It'd be one of those the, the winner. Bowl. Oh, it'd be one. Nah, of those... That won't be possible, unfortunately, if it's the six month loan because we've got them away in like oh, two true. weeks. Well, we'll make it. We'll make it to whenever we play them next season. After that game, he can yeah. fuck off <laughs> at the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Bowl. yeah. Well, he'd come an in eight and, and a half month loan or something. He'd come in and only score against Tottenham and not do anything else. Anything else? That would be worth it, to be fair. True, that yeah, would be I completely take worth it. I take yeah. it, even if we are paying him like seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, 50... that's, you, you know it'll be an eight-year deal on that. Of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then 85 more redundancies are made. The uh, Arsenal yeah. training pitch yeah. grass becomes like a, like a wheat field, you know? <laughs> like, they, they fire all the groundsmen. There's no more janitors mm, get allowed. Get rid of the, so... the announcer. Yeah, oh, you yeah. don't need it. Us. Fuck yeah. it. Get him out. Fire yeah. everybody. Sign Christian Eriksen and put him on seven billion a week. That's what I say. That's what I say. Shout out my. I was actually. I've got a career I was actually... mode. Sorry, mm. Zane's James. No, I've got go. a career mode where uh, I accidentally offered my third choice centre back twelve million pound a week. Um, <laughs> at Ajax, you know, per shares, shares or whatever oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like twenty and on twelve million a week. Um, oh, there uh, you go. Well, it's also similar to when I put in a one-pound release clause in Canate's contract, and then someone just came oh, over and bought, no. him, bought him immediately. Mm-hmm. Alfie. After I'd spent thirty mil, yeah, a bit of a, a car crash that. But yeah, go ahead. I was thinking that with the uh, as you mentioned mm-hmm. the announcer, because they made um, well, they didn't make Gunnosaurus redundant. They just sort of said you don't have to come at the moment because you're not really needed on match days because fans mm-hmm. aren't there. Why the fuck is the announcer needed? Yeah, he's not really. <laughs> no, but I think the Gunnosaurus guy was made redundant, and they brought in. Oh, the was he? Yeah, he because I saw a statement on Twitter about it. Oh yeah, you said it made about, you emotional, didn't it? Yeah, uh, it did. Uh, it was kind of sad, but uh, <laughs> they brought in a new guy who's I'm presumably on a lower wage, which just seems classless. Mm. But yeah, it does. Considering it said that like uh, the guy who used to do it, do it uh, who did it uh, for free for like twelve years or something. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Well, anyway, sad. Yeah, we could. Sad. You can really tell we are trying to time waste here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the most absent podcast. Do you think we've all been booked yet? Do you think we've all got <laughs> sent yet? off? We're probably yeah. down to zero men. Uh, Probably had to yeah. forfeit and lose three nil for getting too many sent off. Remember when <laughs> we did that back in like FIFA ten? We'd oh yeah, of course. Try well, to get many sending offs. Yeah, yeah. You try and make getting... it like a four aside game and an eleven aside pitch, but then FIFA would ruin it and end it when you got. Yeah, down why? To why? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, why? Imagine one v one on an eleven yeah. aside pitch. That would be Joel. so fun. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Cunts. It's a uh... yay. Fuck themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another piece. Of- <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, Danny. Yeah. Were you like a football fan when um, when it was USA one, England one in the 2010 World Cup? I that. that was like right when I first started watching. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. So you tears in my eyes <laughs> when Rob that Green like- let it go through his legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like my first like proper time watching football with like my whole family, and. Mm. Uh, I was yeah that that was a sad day for me at my mm. grandparents' house. That I'm sure terrific. Danny's reaction must have been very different. That must have been great for you guys drawing with England. Uh, yeah. yeah, then yeah. we went and drew to Algeria. Ah, Fucking that out. was a dreadful World Cup. That was Frank the first Lampard tournament I watched. Yeah, that was the first tournament I watched where England were playing because Euro. Yeah. Two, I remember Euro 2008 very well as well, but we didn't qualify. <laughs> Oh my god! Because it was Steve McLaren was our manager. <laughs> yeah, Wally with a brolly. Yeah, terrible. Anyway, should we do anyway. a, a quick Leeds preview then? Questions. 
Uh, yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, let's 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 do that. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is this is so so boring to everyone that's watching. <laughs> this man. is. I mean, yeah. there's Urzil energy levels right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, Ryan Fletcher energy levels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God, it's fine. He won't listen. He won't hear this. <laughs> we should cut this out and tweet him it. Let's see his reaction. Just start a bit of beef because he loves beef. He loves beef that no one is interested in at all. Shut up! God. He loves the most irrelevant beef on Twitter. Who will like quote to his arguments and no one will respond. Shut the fuck up! It's hilarious though. Shout out Ryan Fletcher, great guy. Love coming to your podcast. I don't even know what to say. Uh, less, uh, anyway, moving the on. The charisma that that man speaks with is phenomenal. Oh my days, what a man. <laughs> if he doesn't become the next arse blog, I'll kill myself. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> anyway, Leeds. Such a cunt! Such a cunt! <laughs> Leeds. Yeah. Leeds. Ooh, okay, let's, I'm going to lead us away from this. Uh, oh, no. No. <laughs> Stop it. You like that? You like that, bitch? Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Leeds. Rob, why is Leeds scary? Why am I so scared of them and their overweight manager? Because uh, they play, oh, jumping on the theme of energy, they play really energetic football <laughs> and we play like really lethargic football. Mm. So, you know, they, they, they I, I'm not saying they will, but they, they could like tear us to shreds. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a really positive outlook. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, it won't be like we're going to, it won't be like, I don't think we'll face the sort of similar issues that we faced in certain games this season. Well, a lot of games this season. I don't. They're not going to come and they're not going to play at Ellen Road, sitting in a low compact block. It's going to be. They'll be a lot more open. Like I don't know if you watched the City game, but it was frenetic. It was end to end football. Oh yeah, that throughout was such a good game. It was. And that was quality. Yeah, and I think it will be kind of similar to that. And I think they'll pose a lot of you know threat to our defence, which is something we've been able to deal with this season. But I think it will be. Yeah, it, it won't be like us playing possession-based, low, boring, slow football where we can't break them down. It'll be, but it'll be open, yeah. which could suit but us. You know what? Over the course of the last like uh, nine days, Mikel Arteta would have changed absolutely everything. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to be amazing. Mm. Yeah, we're going to be two nineteen seventies Brazil esque. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. Mm. Realistically, I'm, though, what what sort of do you think he'll be making a lot of changes, or or do you think it'll be more of the same yeah, in think, terms uh, of the structure? I think El Nenny might be dropped. Mm. Well, he's got COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not sure. What do you guys think? Uh, I, don't, I, th- I don't think it's going to be major changes. I think he might make a few minor tweaks, but I don't think we're not, as you said, we're not going to come out all guns blazing, a completely changed, transformed team with completely new tactics. And I don't think we necessarily should that do that. I think continuity is key. And we have got good elements of our game, even though it's not the most aesthetically pleasing elements. We are good defensively. I just think maybe a few 
tweaks to personnel, a little bit more freedom in terms of movement between zones, stuff like that could be, that would be nice to see. Yeah. I mean, I had on the Arscast the other day, they made the point that all that's required to sort of placate the Arsenal fans is just to make like one minimal adjustment, which everyone is sort of calling out for. So mm. something as small as Aubameyang through the middle, maybe putting Saliba on the bench, like it, it would just make everyone really happy. Mm. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would take much, like, you know. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah, we're like, uh, we're, we're used to being in like abusive relationships. So, you know, mm. when we meet somebody that's like remotely nice to us and treats us with any kind of respect yeah, and shows us a good us time death, you know if they're yeah. just like verbally manipulating us and you know exactly that's know, what I, yeah maybe yeah. just the odd pounding um we'll be happy exactly you know just move yep. alba centrally and we'll be we'll be here for the long run i mean we will be anyway because we're you know stupid unfortunately us arsenal trapped. fans yeah we're trapped we're trapped by the love we have for this club. I don't know how I would go in that uh, in that Leeds game because it's like one of those teams where you know you can't sit back because you can't grant them too much possession or they'll annihilate you. But then you can't go gung ho, or else they'll do the same thing, you know. Um, mm. But in a different I've way, like we counter attack. So I don't know. A game we might do well in. I think it'll be close, but I think. Mm. I've so got a feeling I. we will come away with at least something, which is not, yeah. you know, we can't be saying that's like a great thing, but yeah. I don't know if you guys got to read the piece on the Athletic the other day. Uh, James teamed up with their um, sort of data guy, uh, Tom mm. Worville. Oh, Tom Worville. And they, yeah. yeah, and they, uh, they, they wrote a piece which said, and they pointed out that Arsenal have a lot of transition footballers. Um, yeah, I saw that. Hmm. And you'd think that that would mean if Leeds play there, as you mentioned, a frenetic style, where we could those players could be quite well suited to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think our team has the potential to be a really, really good counter-attacking side. Mm. Problem um, is you can't... Yeah. I don't feel like we can really approach games as a counter-attacking team a lot of games exactly. this season. We could probably play this yeah. game in that mould, but... Yeah, should we do starting 11s? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, why not? So, right, runner go in and goal, obviously. Um, <laughs> Cedric. <laughs> Cedric, the, the loser. Cedric, Mustafi. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fletcher. Mary from the cold. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Pablo Maria ever going to come back from his injury? No, he's never going to play for us. <laughs> He'll be remembered for his good looks and his one performance <laughs> yeah. at Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah, according to the Flamengo owner, we only paid like three million for him in the end. Oh well, <laughs> so it's all right. Well, I'm that sure... three million, you know, could have been kept, and you know, we could have still had Gunasaurus working. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but who's more yeah. handsome, Pablo Mari or Gunasaurus? I mean, come on. Oh, Gunasaurus, <laughs> he's paying. Oh, you like him? Oh, what a man! You like him thick with that voluptuous yeah. gut? <laughs> oh yeah, uh... come on. <laughs> Big and green. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, only Gunner Soros. I can't think of anything else that's yeah. Big and Green, to be honest. Forest Green Rovers. <laughs> Forest Green. One of their big 8 uh, foot 10 centre backs. 
Yeah, yeah he's green. Probably. <laughs> Shout what out to Hulk. This? Shout out to Fuck, I don't yeah, know. The Hulk. I was going to say perfect. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, come on. Who's in goal? Leno and go, obviously. Yep. I think we'll go with the the customary Arteta uh, back three that like is as fluid as this here glass of water I have that just changes like nine different formations when we play. Um, <laughs> who is the personnel going to be? You know what would just be so Arteta to play the exact same team that lost 3-0 to Aston Villa? Uh, you know? Oh, well, El Nani won't play. Besides El Nani, yeah. <laughs> That's what we Green know. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Well, I, I think it'll go... be the same back three. I I'm actually going to go with that. Mm. Yeah. I'd go Bellerin, Luis, uh, Gabriel, Tierney. Mm. Oh, so you'd bring Luis in? Yeah, yeah, I would. I like that too. Me as well. Yeah. I think Holding's a big game player, and that's about it. Mm. I think Luis, his passing... Um, Obviously, we know about his passing abilities and that was very good against Leicester. And he played well against Mould. I think he deserves to come back in. And I think Holding probably deserves to be dropped. Yeah. He's pretty poor against Villa. Yeah. So, yeah. This uh, um, <laughs> is not flowing well. <laughs> Midfield, what we said. So, we, 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 uh, I think Sabayos and Partey. Because yeah, according like to it. our Lord, AFC Bell, uh, Partey will be back. Mm. Big up Bell. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see those two and Joe Willock in the. I'd like that three. as well. I'd mm. love that. I'd love to see that. I think that's and a good shout balance. Out Max, shout out AFC Max Nine who who did his piece today mm. um, on Joe yeah. Willock. Yeah, yeah good, and another reason for yeah, that good piece. is that I'd personally quite like to see Saka rested. I'm wary that he's playing a lot of football. They talked about see... that on the Arscast, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, you see, like Ansu Fati at Barcelona, he's a very young player, and he got and he was playing literally every minute of every game for uh, Barcelona. He, was, he became their like most important player, and he's done his meniscus. I think I think he's got the same injury Martinelli had. Mm. Yep. Um, so I I wouldn't mind seeing Willock come in for um, for Saka. Good shout. But how would? Oh, so uh, what? Then you go with a front three of of what? Uh, I'm thinking maybe like then you play like a midfield three of Sabios, Partey, and Willock. Mm. Uh, and then because the thing is, I'm I don't sure want to see front... Willian or Lacazette. Nah, neither. I think they both deserve to be dropped. Mm. I guess you could bring in Reese mm. Nelson with Pepe and Aubameyang. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I had Saka in my team, but I do think it's a good point, and particularly if he plays again, he would have maybe play three games in this international break if he plays again against yeah. whoever England are playing tomorrow. Um, I think it's Iceland. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's three games over the international break. Then playing basically every minute before that, he does look a bit tired. But I don't know. I think Willock would be really well suited to playing against Leeds as well. Hmm. And like getting up and down the pitch, that, that's what he's been doing in the Europa League. Mm. Uh, I know Leeds are a, a different class, but I think this is a great opportunity for Willock to show what he's got in the league. Because I think I really do think his Europa League performances have warranted Premier League minutes. I yeah. agree. My my caveat is just that I don't think it's Willock or Saka. 
if we're going to be yeah, playing a 4-3-3 yeah, three, three or 4-2-3-1. Because it's likely that the sort of um, strange 3-4-3, three, 4-3-3 three, three, three shape will persist. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, yeah. if you were to do that, then you could go... I don't know. <laughs> I guess need perhaps Maitland-Niles could come oh, in. Oh, Maitland-Niles, yeah, on left wing back. Then you could play... Yeah. You could play Willow. Oh my god! If you were about to suggest Kalasnak playing the fucking midfield role, oh Oh, my god! Could you imagine that? I was going to say left wing back, but (laughs) I forgot we had Nathan Niles who could play that role. Yeah, I I like Kalasnak at uh, at centre back. I just he fills me with so much confidence there. I think that's where (laughs) man his passing is so expansive and creative, brave. What a player! So progressive. Mm. I love it. I love it. Shout out. (laughs) <laughs> shout out nothing that's exactly what I think of his passing this is what oh, I th- this is what I think of Kalashidach's passing that, that's it <laughs> uh, should we get on to the questions because this section has been a shit show this podcast yeah, has been a shit show yeah but so, yeah. jokes that's funny though I've had fun yeah let's get into the questions what's Apparently, going on it is understood Saliba is improving his grasp of English and that I just read that yeah him to have a great understanding of the way Arteta wants to Arsenal to play you know uh, I want to touch on yeah. actually I want to touch on that for a second I think it's because I think it's really interesting I think mm. we're so used to like you know French players coming over that are from you know these big uh, metropolis cities you know with big populations that probably have tourists coming in from England or other places where English is spoken, like America, for example, and you yeah. know they all they have like a pretty international international tongue, you know. But uh, Saliba's a suburban boy who's from you know he's from the Burbs. Yeah, you've mentioned that before, haven't so you? So where I is he from? I, he's from the Burbs. He's from the Bambayus suburbs. He's from like Bondi or something. Yeah, he's, he's a Bondi boy. So. I think, I mean, Mbappe knows fluent English, so maybe it doesn't really matter. But I, mean, I know he's, I know he's a bit younger. But the only caveat I would provide to that report is that Gabriel doesn't really speak a word of English either, mm. and that's true. he went straight into the team. Good uh, point. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Harry I do Kane doesn't Salibis. speak English, but he gets the message <laughs> Mourinho wants. So, uh, but, yeah. Do you know what that was? That was that was like um, Arsenal against Leicester two years ago when uh, Ozil ran the show and he just laid it on the plate for Aubameyang to uh, to score the third right, goal. Right? Yeah. That's 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 what I did that for was, you right there. That was Alfie. that was extraordinary. And you took the opportunity. Yeah, I took I took the the xg xg of zero point eight two. And I was just <laughs> I was just the I was the ever useless. <laughs> I was the ever useless Unai Emery on the sideline, claiming that it was my geniusness that created that goal. <laughs> yeah, Emery, ball. just with your hands in the air, yeah. just like I'm God. Well, they've been questions. Well, they've been yeah, questions, questions. Cue me. Yeah. Uh, we've got one from uh, Agos Santos, who says opinions on the Ericsson rumor. So we've covered that. Um, Gunner Talk, who is Alex? Shout Alex Trad. Oh, Basically asks, um, you if Aubameyang is used as a striker, do we need to play a more number 10 player who can link play? The argument for Lacazette is that he drops off and links play. Aubameyang doesn't do this as much. So do we need to switch to a 4-2-3-1 or would you go with a 4-3-3? I think it's a good question. Yeah, so do I. But as you mentioned, Alfie, we don't have a number 10. 
No, but I mean, you can put Joe Willock there. <laughs> but you can, yeah, you can put a few players there. Saka, oh, I think that's a good point. Yeah. You do have to adapt because although we've commented in the past about how Aubameyang dif- brings a different type of um, striker play in terms of his link up to Lacazette, mm. uh, he, he, he's, Alex is right in saying that he doesn't drop deep. Uh, mm. Do you think that requires a number 10? Or well, do you I think, think the way that, that Arteta wants Lacazette to play at the moment is, you know, involves him dropping deep and sort of trying to link the play. And I think as much as Aubameyang is not as bad as everyone says that he is at doing that sort of thing, at the same time, it's not how you're going to get the best out of him. So I don't think you can play Aubameyang in the role that Lacazette is trying to play at the moment. I think you have to adapt it slightly. And maybe Mm. that does mean you have to change your system a bit behind him to sort of accommodate more for Aubameyang in that role. Yeah, well, I think I I, I do think that's a great question from Alex. Mm. And... I think that if Aubameyang is moved to the middle, let me just start off by saying there's already a strong case for Willock to be in the side. But I think if you move mm-hmm. Aubameyang to the middle, then there's an even stronger one. I would really like a player like Joe Willock behind an Aubameyang. I think that would yeah. that would get shit done. You know, maybe Willock's not like a creative. That's not how I would describe him personally, a creative player. But he drives forward, and because of that, the ball would probably find Aubameyang. Uh, a little more frequently. I mean, Aubameyang's at his best when he's got players close to him. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. So if you, if you sort of make a team, perhaps as sort of inside forwards in the mould of Pepe and Reese Nelson, get them playing nice and tight. Mm. Uh, then with the fullback Joe Willock. Yeah, uh, Joe Willock in behind. Even uh, he's struggled with his injuries, but Smith Rowe can play that sort of role. I'd say that that could work quite nicely. I think that's a good point as well. Agreed. Um, Leak F1984 asks simply, what the fuck is the point in having these international matches when we have a global pandemic for for fuck's sake? And I completely uh, echo that leak. Um, I don't even, yeah, I don't don't think there's any answer, honestly, Hmm. because it's just fucking moronic i mean at least before they made money from like ticket sales Mm. but it's not like they're doing that now and it's not like anybody watches this shit no one gives a shit about the fucking nations league i've never got exactly oh friendlies fuck that i'll watch the nation league the nations league is a huge (laughs) upgrade on friendlies no no one is emotionally connected to the fucking nations league I've never celebrated a Nations League win going, yes, come on. (laughs) It's not like the World Cup. You can't just fabricate some random, you know, competitive football. It has to be in the sort of DNA. It has to be sort of established as competitive football for Mm. a while. You can't just create competitive football in the form of a new random tournament. No one gives a fuck about the Nations League. Yeah. I like what they they were trying to do with it. Because it seems like international breaks will always exist. Mm. I like that they're trying to make them a little bit more competitive, but that it hasn't worked, has it? It's shit. Mm. Just yeah. have qualifiers. Just get get on with yeah. the qualifiers. I know it's really, really standard. Um, you know who will qualify. The groups are very. You know it's very predictable, but. I just uh, no one has to watch them. They maybe watch the game where they clinch qualification, and then we'll all watch the tournament. You know, 
but we have mm. to do qualifiers, yeah. unfortunately. Otherwise, the small if we just pick the best nations, the small nations would feel you know a bit left out, left out which is fair enough. Um, so you just yeah. do qualifiers. Don't bother with any friendlies or any nations league shit. Yep, I completely agree. And uh, there's no reason for them to be having international friendlies yeah. or whatever the hell they're technically called during a worldwide pandemic. It's absolutely stupid. That's, yeah, I don't know, gonna, yeah. that's it. That's Did we stupid. have to have three games in this period with one of them oh being a friendly? What is I swear the point? we've never had three Do games you want to destroy before. these players? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just have the it's two competitive games. There's no games. point in the friendly. Uh, that is just ugh. that is if if you needed any proof that the the powers that be objectify these professional players and merely see them as assets for their for their game to just gain more and more money. This is this is the this is the sign you needed, man. I mean, disgusting. You're seeing all these you're seeing players drop like flies, man, testing positive for COVID, getting injuries. Now, now, dude, look at Liverpool. I saw a hilarious picture that was like a Liverpool starting lineup uh, for their next coming game, and it was like Wijnaldum and someone else. Basically, everyone else is dead. You know, yeah, it's, it's like Wijnaldum and Mane. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, and everyone else, is, I mean, is has perished. They're done. They're, at, they're at the moment, mm. at the moment, if I was a footballer and I got coronavirus, I think I'd be quite glad because. Gives me a two week break mm. that mm. I just haven't had the opportunity to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. True. I mean, they didn't, have, they didn't have a pre season. No one had a pre season or no. a proper pre season. And they had like two weeks off from the end of last season. I mean, it's mental. Um, yeah. Oscar didn't get Jennings. the opportunity to go to America and tell and to hear Josh Cronkey tell us to be excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't get to hear. Uh, American fans chanting, let's go Arsenal, let's go. <laughs> uh, Come you on, you gunners. <laughs> hey, you want to know something cool about American Arsenal fans, though? I was yeah. at um, my local drugstore buying some heroin yesterday. No, um, I, was, <laughs> I, was at a, I was at a Walgreens yesterday, and there was this old uh, white lady, American, very American. Her name was probably like Lisa. Or something. And, yeah. <laughs> no, she wasn't like six eight and uh, giant biceps or anything. She wasn't a woman lumberjack. Um, no, she was like a, a sweet little old lady, and I was wearing an Arsenal shirt. And she was like, "Oh, are you a?" Oh. She, she was like, "Are you a gooner?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "So am I." How about that shitty game against Aston Villa? And I was like, "Don't even fucking get me started." It was cool though. That was all I had to say. But it was That's cool. mad. It's rare here. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And that must yeah, be cool because in fucking UK, I mean, you just see shirts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. when you see yeah, a fucking kind of United shirt, you're like, "I'm oh, not another cunt from <laughs> London, from fucking Peckham, yeah. claiming he supports United." God, uh, <laughs> did you just say from Peckham? Yeah. Peckham, Peckham, <laughs> Peckham in South London. Uh, oh dear. Um, any more yeah. questions? Shout out, actually, that reminds me of a story of when I was in a... That reminds me of the story of my pecker. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a South... I was in a Slovenia in Bled, mm. uh, walking, uh, you know, just walking around the lake. Some guy, I'm wearing an Arsenal shirt, guy comes up to me, he's like, 
hey man, are you a gooner? And I was like, yeah. And he, it turned out he followed my page and he was from Washington. And he was going oh, cool. to Arsenal to see Arsenal and Charlotte the week after, whoever we were playing in that preseason. Nice. Yeah, that was kind of mad. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah but I anyway. love people from Washington, man. They're, weed's legal there, so they're a good bunch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, I, I was talking about Washington, D.C. Oh, fuck um, them. Yeah, not the... Not the... <laughs> shout out... Uh, it's, that's, that's where... That's where Matt Alex. Johnson that's yeah, and Alex... No, no, no. Yeah, 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 Alex is from uh, Washington, D.C. Mac is from Ohio. Yeah. Or at least living shout there. Shout out them, man. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Um, but is he living in Washington? No, he's living in Ohio at some uni. Oh, is he? Is he yeah. from Washington oh, living in Ohio? I can't remember. Yeah, it might be that. I think uh, it's that. Uh, Oscar Jennings has quite a good question, actually. Uh, if we can't get an ideal target, i.e. Sabozlai, uh, Alwa, what stopgap players would you like to see us target? Ooh. Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know... Um, I can't really think of any more stopgap kind of signings. In that I mean, maybe position. someone can like you? Isco or... Uh, yeah, I, I was know. thinking that. I don't know if we uh, can afford him. I was thinking perhaps we could maybe go on like a a, a, a low move for Martin Urgegaard, who's not playing for Madrid mm. at all. Because he's Possibly. very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks, uh, looks a bit like Alfie too, doesn't he? With the, what, the he's blonde. blonde, yeah, he does because he's blonde. Yeah, Fucking recall racist. Matt Smith. That's the oh, stop recall Matt Smith. We need. Yeah, Ooh. he's actually really good. He is good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag free Smith on, on Twitter. R-W-Cops. He's fucking hilarious, man. He is. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. No, you so, know what I think. I mean, he's basically a fan page of me, so. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why don't we just <laughs> sign Ozil onto a new contract and give him a way, uh, raise of wages? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure about that. We love uh, you. Uh, there's also always Arteta as well. You know, I know he played a little, bit, a, yeah. a little bit further oh, back. Oh, yes. You know. Yeah. I, in his can... Everton days, he was a 10. Yeah, exactly. Relinquish his inner Everton days. What about uh, Albert Stoivenberg? I reckon he could do a job in number 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a name like guy? Albert. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Burkamp. Yeah. He's kind of scared of flying, though. He's scared of flying, man. It's Dennis Suarez. Yeah. Bring him back. Dennis oh, Suarez. Yes. The superior the Dennis. Answer. The best, the best yeah. Dennis to ever play for Arsenal. Mm, he knows Emery. <laughs> Mario so Goethe. Where's he at? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Wilshire. Jack Wilshire. Yeah. Oh! Oh. You guys just say that at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> last question. It's okay. Yashin. Uh, says, Sabozlai, Alwa, or Buendia? Buendia, who would be your ideal target out of these three, considering we need money for a good striker in the summer? Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to mention Buendia. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know my answer. Of course. <laughs> uh, uh, Rob, what's yours? I'd like to, I'd like to see because I have mine. Oh, I, I want a bit of Shaboshla. I, 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 I really like him. I actually think we should go for Alwar. So cool. it's uh, uh, Trifecta. Yeah. Trifecta. Well, I think yeah. if you look at the three yeah. of them, who's the most proven in the highest quality league? Buendia. Yeah, you're right. It's Buendia. I mean, I know he's playing uh, for Norwich and the other two are playing for Champions League teams. Eh, but I don't know. Buendia I don't know. Proved, the one thing I just don't, proved himself. The one thing I the, just don't really understand about 
uh, the Buendia rumours. Like um, he, why didn't we go for him in that in that two week exactly. uh, like extended period? Mm. I find that really we could weird. Have got him for like twenty million, probably. Yeah. Mm. Well, I I mean honestly, I'll take any of them, but I I quite like Sabozla as well. I think he's. I mean, I don't know I if do he like goals, but he is a creative player. He's, he looks like a very big talent. He's a bit younger than Buendia as well. But yeah. I mean, I'd probably take any of them. But I think if we're looking at the most cost-efficient one, it probably wouldn't be Awa. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. of course. Definitely. I mean, if I'm being honest, I think that by the summer, I think we should have... we should Out of those three players, I would like to have two of them. Really? Okay, I that's, think a, we, that's a shout. Uh, when deer and I think we need, I think we need way more than just one creative player. We need. Mm. I, I think. Agree. I think this our attack needs a, a lot of, uh, not not necessary out and out creators. Just a lot of just sort of niche additions who will go some way to sort of, um, slowly diminishing the creative issue. I agree. Yeah. Well, while I, I like Awa the best, but I really think that, genuinely speaking, we could probably get the other two for the same price that we could get Awa. Yeah. Know? Combined, because so, Sabozla has a £25 million release clause, apparently. Exactly. And then Buendia's in the championship. Hmm. So Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. That's a good shout to get both of them. Put it to a close. We need, yeah, we're uh, supposed to only go for four. Nice song. Yeah. A song. Any ideas? Um, I mean, I've got two actually, but wow! Uh, do, you do, got you know, two ideas. do you know Rex wow. Orange County? Oh yes, I was actually going to say yeah, it, but I wasn't going to say got, it because I didn't think you'd know it. He's got two songs. He's got one called Nothing, and then he's got one called uh, Boredom, yeah. featuring uh, <laughs> uh, Tyler the Creator. Oh, I like Tyler yeah, the Creator. That's not you my favourite song. Put that one. But what was your ex- idea, Rob? Boredom, 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 no, boredom. That one. Yeah, yeah, no, it has been I, I, fucking I, I think boredom probably. All right, we'll go with boredom. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, boredom, 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 boredom. Okay, I don't know it that. It does say like I don't know repetitive, anything repetitively about like three exactly. uh, about five thousand times. We've experienced boredom during uh, this international break, so it works. We have. Mm. I think this. But we're back on Sunday. Mm. You know this this podcast though was not boring at all. I think it was no, it very. I think it was beautifully all over the place. You yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. This is Agreed. like this is like a puddle of vomit that consists of pure ADHD juice. You know, it's just so Oh my god. <laughs> so bizarre. Such a weird brain. <laughs> I Yeah. How does a human brain reach that? <laughs> Dude, I how? look, listen. I drink a lot of alcohol and I do a, a good, good amount of drugs, you know, <laughs> and I've been writing no, stories about CBBC. No, it doesn't. I've been, I've Shout been writing. Podcast, if you get the reference. Yeah. Of course. CBBC. <laughs> I've, I've, Horrible history. I've got to tell them I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> like that. Yeah. The, way, the way he went. They might look at me and think he might be a pedo. Why would you say <laughs> yeah. that about yourself? I mean, it's kind of... I wet myself when he said that. Of, Jesus it kind Christ. of does look like one, though. It does look like one. Yeah. But yeah, don't say you do and a lot of drugs on a podcast, just in case. Did you notice that Andrew just went sort of like quiet yeah. for about 
a second and was like, what is he about to say? <laughs> I mean, to be By fair, way, I've said a lot worse in this podcast as well, true, but still. True that. As a disclaimer, I really actually yeah, don't do true. a lot of drugs. I'm just really weird. Um, <laughs> that's all. I just, I've been writing like, when I was in second grade, I used to write stories about like, me and this dog that traveled to Neptune to kill aliens. So I've just been weird since I popped out. You know, that's why all. would you choose Neptune? Pick any planet. That's the, but you chose that's fucking, the fucking Neptune. Yeah, yeah. At I least think it was probably like just Venus or something. Venus is sick. Venus is, is cool. Neptune orange. Fucking weird. Yeah. Fun fact about Ven- maybe it's because of the hair. <laughs> well, no, just... Venus with Venus. I think it's because it's like hot, and I live in Florida, so maybe I was like craving some oh, cool yeah. weather. So yeah. I opted for the negative one million degree. V- <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When's the next lanky ginger blog coming out? That should be your marketing plug. Oh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess marketing opportunity of a lifetime. Let's come to me first. Mm. Um, <laughs> I have a new bizarre blog that pretty much has been made to boast my peculiarness um and i'm just going to be writing about weird shit that has nothing to do with arsenal every week so if you're interested in seeing my strange mind that just likened this podcast to a pool of adhd riddled vomit go go have a read of the lanky ginger blog it's uh lanky ginger the next episode, spoiler alert, is going to be about dogs, oh, and yes. that's all. That's all I have to say, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it because I'm going to enjoy writing it. So yeah, mm. um, Alfie, come to you first, though. Marketing opportunity, but like time. We love also Kanye. I love it. I love it, man. Fastest thing in the world. Times that I take that exit. The cold ball came quick, then I liked it. Step out, something, Beckett. Mm. I don't know. It's a song. I would agree. I'd be inclined to agree. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Finish this, please. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Rob, Bert, Bobby, Bertha. That's the name I love the most. You know what? Can I say something before I come to you with this? Before I come to you with the marketing opportunity of a lifetime? When I was 14, I chopped down a tree. With my best friend Casey. <laughs> what is going on? Um, my friend Casey, uh, and his uh, his you Trinidadian cunt. deforestation. Yeah, we did it with. We it was this you big sweat. Thick... You're the, the reason dude, it... the ice caps are going to melt. <laughs> this tree. You like, disgust listen. me, Daniel. Wait, wait, hold on. You guys really have to hear this story. Think of like a think of like a, a telephone pole, right? Like the thickness of one. So this tree was tall. And this tree was thick, and we were just using an axe. And we're these fourteen-year-old kids. Where are you getting an axe ch- from at fourteen? <laughs> from my shed in oh America. God. Jesus Christ! Yep. <laughs> so we chopped down this tree, right? Um, and we named it. I'm not shitting you right now. Its name was Bertha. I swear to God, <laughs> we named it Bertha. Oh, that's brilliant! Why is a tree so, got a name? <laughs> I don't know. I was fourteen. Fucking weirdo is naming I mean, trees. Well, well, uh, at 14, uh, I think I, I just, you know, did normal 14-year-old stuff yeah. and, like, played football in I my spare like time. I like, doing heroin and stuff, and you're 
cutting down the trees, <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Listen, listen. So the tree, when we chopped it down, it fucking fell right onto a telephone wire and ripped it down. <laughs> I swear. Oh, no. And then... Oh, no. So we did what any other 14-year-old set of kids would do, and we ran away. And then we ran back to go look at the tree to make sure everything is okay. And my neighbor, who is a police officer, was in there, and he's like, oh. hey, stop! So then uh, he went to my parents' door, and my parents just laughed and said, you're such a fucking idiot. And that was it. But then Casey, idiot. he's Trinidadian. You're a cunt. Not only yeah. are you, you know, deforesting... You know, <laughs> contributing to climate change. You're also depowering the houses of millions in that area. Cutting off their electricity like that. that. Millions? Millions? You might as well millions. call yourself fucking Hitler. <laughs> oh my god. What a cunt. Yeah. Well, Casey's dad uh, didn't. Oh, name dropped. Um, said. <laughs> I'm not allowed to hang out with him for a couple weeks, and he got oh. grounded because he's Caribbean, oh, so his parents so. actually know how to be mean. My parents are white, so they don't know how to be mean to me, um, and they just call me just like, silly and said, "You want to go out to eat? You want silly, Daniel?" <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a that was a major <laughs> tangent that pretty much that pretty much portrayed this podcast to a T. I think yeah. I think that story maybe should have been reserved for the lanky ginger blog. Uh, yeah. Blog. That was oh, so no. random as well. It didn't relate to anything. <laughs> no. uh, that's not true. It related to the name Bertha, who's oh, now yeah. allowed to go forth with his marketing opportunity of a lifetime after my 30-minute tangent. Do you know who I want to shout out? I want to shout out all the people who uh, who saw the tweet I put out saying, got any questions, and ignored it. <laughs> I want to shout out all of them. Yeah, Five Thanks, retweeted guys. it. But no one responded. No replies. <laughs> yeah, well... Good shout-out. I think, I think the main people that deserve a shout-out are, are, the, are the ones that retweeted it yeah. and didn't even ask yeah. it. So it was like, you're sharing this to the people on your feed to see? Should we name and shame? That's name and shame. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, well, Pain of the Arsenal, the official page, I mean... Yeah, you're a verified think, account. Yeah, getting us traction. So now we just look a little bit silly. Mm. You know, we've got <laughs> a little uh, bit silly. Fuck off. Uh, me. Sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I got questions about other things, but yeah. Uh, the Arsenal Cannon Podcast. <laughs> Daniel Finton, Rob, and Pain in the Arsenal. So it's basically just Pain in the Arsenal. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> piff, fuck piff. A few other people liked it though. I was annoyed by that. It's Peter Alfie, not piff. Jay Millie, sh- fucking cunt. Uh, Charlie Maywood, <laughs> prick, and uh, Bosson oh, Jedge, wow. Bosson Jagedi. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Can Beautiful s- name. Sounds, sounds like spaghetti almost. Well, if you're listening, uh, Bosson Boshan. Uh, uh next time just 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 ask a fucking question yeah. it's not hard right. is it bye wait 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 one more thing one more thing alfie i really think you should apologize to ryan fletcher all right sorry ryan fletcher um <laughs> hope you have a great career 
Not sure you're going to make it, to be honest, but I hope you do. Um, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
guys over. We got some tickets to see.